welcome to Breaking Barriers with the Managed Services Community, a podcast that features MSP space and interviews with members of the CompTIA Managed Services Community. Hi, this is Lisa Person, CompTIA Community Manager for the Managed Services Community, and I have a gentleman on the line with me who I would like to share some information about. And one of the reasons I reached out to him is I was searching around for something that regarded MSPs and IoT devices, and I found a fabulous white paper. So let me introduce to you David Schwartz with Wireless Watchdogs, and we'll get started today. So David, tell us a little bit about Wireless Watchdogs. Sure, yeah, and thank you for having me. Um, so we are a mobile device management company, and we essentially help large corporations and enterprises uh, throughout North America manage a lot of the complexities around mobile devices. Uh, so we started in what's called the expense management space with some software that we develop and really helps uh, take corporate provided mobile devices and, and identify cost-cutting opportunities. and at that same time provide all kinds of analytics and reports to uh, these enterprises so that they can really drill down and enforce some mobile policy and things like that. Uh, and over time, it's expanded to uh, bringing in IoT and machine-to-machine -machine connected devices because of a lot of the complexities that our clients are having around those same types of units. Wow. So you came from kind of the telco TIM space and are, have moved into this managed services Internet of Things space. That, yeah, that's correct. What, what we found is that our clients really were loving that, you know, they could save money and, and get all these amazing reports and analytics, but ultimately they were still faced with the same issue of having to essentially do the work and allocate the resources to getting the job done still. And IT departments, as, as you know, I'm sure you're very well aware, keep getting stretched thinner and thinner and taking on more and more projects. And it got to a point where it's, it, it's just becoming too difficult to take on more. And, and a lot of our clients have decided to turn to us to help in the managed service component of this and really becoming almost like an extension of their IT department as it relates to any of their mobile devices. Got it, got it. So coming from that space, what prompted you to write this white paper, which just for our audience's um, edification is what to look for in an IoT managed service provider? Great question. So when we started back in 2002, it's always had this kind of managed service component to the services we provide. And then over the last uh, let's say three to four years as more and more of our clients started implementing IoT devices or these machine-to-machine -machine connected devices, uh, we kept noticing that they were having the same recurring issues of, I don't know how to get this done, I don't know how to efficiently uh, uh, finish this project and then manage and support it going forward. And uh, they started running into some issues of different what I like to call silos, but basically different departments having different projects and initiatives, and IT kind of getting brought in late into those projects. 
and then scrambling to figure out how to be successful in these implementations. So because so many of these examples and scenarios kept coming up with our client base, uh, we ultimately realized there's, there's a serious pain point here and uh, we should share and help educate people out there on how to, how if, if you have an IoT project that there's a better alternative approach than trying to do something yourself if you've never done it before. Wow, wow. Well, and I love the, the community industry thought on how to help people do their jobs better and how to help others um, out there do their jobs better and help grow their businesses as well. So would you mind giving us a quick summary of the white paper? Sure, yeah. It, it's basically uh, an educational document that helps, helps um, um, enterprises out there, and, and we've actually shared it, you know, pretty vastly uh, on social media and so on, but it helps kind of guide and uh, uh, the reader and, and kind of make them aware of some of the pain points and challenges they're going to run into. So we list off several different challenges that we've already um, identified that our clients were experiencing, and it just kind of helps guide in terms of what are some scenarios and situations to be wary of and how you could better approach them. Um, and from there, you know, what to look for in a managed service provider. So these pain points are real. They're gonna exist for all organizations, regardless of if the IoT initiative is small or big. And so we just essentially wanna help guide them and, and lay out those pain points they're gonna run into before they run into them and, and allow them to think through alternative options one of which is, you know, and ideally in this document, going with a managed service provider so that they can avoid those pitfalls. So what are some of those big pitfalls that come with launching an IoT initiative? Yeah, so, so one of the key ones which I already touched on is just lack of resources or staff to support this. Uh, that's, a, that's a recurring theme that we see with mobile devices as a whole. It's, cl it's clearly something that's had such a rapid growth, and, and because of IoT, we're really ultimately just seeing the beginning of this growth uh, and scratching the surface. So that's one thing that we're seeing regularly. Uh, a second one is how to, you know, take the data and remotely monitor and, and actually use the information that's available to you uh, to, you know, ultimately IoT has one, one huge focus. It's to improve efficiency, uh, but if you don't take the information that, that the system's generating to you, then, then it's almost not really serving its full purpose. So making sure that the information that, that's in the system, or that, excuse me, that the uh, connections are picking up is actually valuable to the organization. Uh, security is a big one. There's, you know, the, the, we're so used to uh, laptops and network security and We've seen repeated issues of organizations uh, not properly updating the firmware on their IoT and connected devices and actually uh, having those devices get hacked, uh, which creates a lot of vulnerability to, a, to an enterprise's network. So that's a big point that we've seen a lot of. Um, and then ultimately, it's figuring out, because this is so new to so many organizations, what are all the requirements that they have? You know, it's not just let's go pick a device and pick a carrier, it's much greater than that. 
It's picking up sensors that are going to work properly for what their project is, the equipment that's needed, uh, the routers that are needed, definitely the carrier that's going to be best suited. Uh, in most cases, uh, what we're actually seeing is, is multiple carriers. And then having, in, you know, the goal in the white paper is demonstrating that there's so many complexities and moving pieces to this that having a one-stop shop in a managed service provider is really ultimately the way to go. And it's a fraction of the cost of what it's going to be to struggle managing this internally. That's an interesting point, and I've heard this a lot in the IT security community as well as in the managed services community, um, saying should people buy, build, or partner to be able to solve their security issues and, and develop a strong security offering. But it sounds like in monitoring IoT, both from the end user clients and possibly from the partner standpoint, that's the same question they need to ask themselves. Absolutely. I mean, we look at this as, uh, and, and when we talk to our clients, we, we kind of share this a lot, but, but a lot of our clients, you know, they'll, they'll have commercial vehicles, and they have a maintenance contract on those vehicles for a reason, so that if something were to go wrong with a vehicle, uh, the cost to the organization is not drastic. The, the, the things that go wrong are minimal cost, or at a minimal cost because they have these maintenance agreements. And we look at it as our services is doing the same thing. We're taking all these IoT connected devices, this entire environment, and really providing ongoing maintenance and support so that if something goes wrong, it's, it's very minor and it's at a fraction of the cost as a huge disaster that could be, uh, such as not updating firmware and having your system get hacked, which can cost hundreds of thousands of dollars into the millions, depending on how significant the hack is. Wow, I love that analogy because almost everyone has at some point in time had either a warranty or a maintenance contract um, on their vehicles and even for your personal vehicles, you take them in and get the oil changed just to provide that, that method of continuity and that's a fantastic analogy. Yeah, thank you. Um, so you've shared a little bit about what some of those business benefits of partnering with you or working with you that your clients have found. Are you able to share some of the business benefits that they've got from implementing an IoT solution? Uh, definitely. So the biggest benefit we've seen is the, um, the reduction in staff needed to go and take readings from different types of uh, machines that are out there. So a lot of our clients, as an example, maybe in the healthcare space, as an example, and they have commercial refrigerators. And mm -hmm. if those commercial refrigerators that store medications and, and a lot of supplies in the hospitals, they have to be, you know, at a certain temperature regularly. And if a unit were to fail, well, then everything in the refrigerator goes bad. So there's a schedule that a lot of organizations are utilizing uh, where they're, they are sending nurses out to check these commercial refrigerators on a, a certain basis. Um, and they're checking those machines, excuse me, those refrigerators several times a day. And if you have a big hospital with hundreds of thousands of refrigerators and you're sending a nurse to check it every hour or every half hour on, on some sort of frequency, all of a sudden you can have a machine automatically do this. The amount of overhead that you reduce is significant. So that's an example of one, one area that we've seen a lot of improvement is just 
a, a system that automatically can can alert you when a when a, um, a piece of machinery is failing, rather than having to actually send somebody out there uh, on some frequent basis to monitor the the machines that are out there. That's one area we've seen. Oh, go go ahead. Were you about to say something? Well, and I was going to say, don't we want our nurses, and this could apply across multiple verticals, to actually be helping with the patient care and doing um, the tasks and the duties that are strategic to our business versus babysitting machines? It, exactly. I, t I completely agree with that. And they were trained to be nurses, right? They were trained to save lives, to help patients, and all these amazing things. And uh, uh, I, it doesn't seem like the best use of time to be checking refrigerators to make sure that they're working properly in, in this particular example. Perfect. And, and, that, and that same logic would go to, you know, the food industry for refrigerators and all these various different industries that are storing some sort of supply that needs to be kept at certain temperatures. So that's one example that we've definitely seen a lot of. Um, a lot of it is definitely impacted the uh, uh, businesses that have fleets, commercial vehicles, and being able to route vehicles more efficiently, uh, monitor the vehicle's brakes and speed and things like that so that they are really always in the best shape and getting kind of get back to the example I gave of uh, having a maintenance agreement on your trucks, layering an IoT solution on top of that keeps the vehicles in tip-top shape, and when you have commercial vehicles that cost hundreds of thousands of dollars, it's very important. That makes sense. And I would assume with these commercial vehicles and in these IoT devices or this kind of monitoring environment, um, that it also helps for um, route efficiency, driver efficiencies, um, you know, just managing time and not the big brother type of managing time, but making sure things are happening there the way they're supposed to so you can increase the number of deliveries or, um, you know, how those vehicles and those people are using their time. Right. Absolutely. People are the, one of the most expensive components of a business, and, and I, we want to advocate, obviously, um, staff being used for what they've been trained on and, and not losing their valuable time to things that um, kind of sideline their real focus and what they were hired on to do. Ultimately, our goal is to allow companies to have people do what they were trained to do and in the areas that they're experts at and to not get pulled away from their skill set and the value they provide to the company by getting bogged down with these random tasks that IoT really can supplement and, and take over for them. That's an incredible business benefit for your clients and certainly the goal of all solution providers as they are working with your end user clients is ultimately to make their businesses more efficient and to make their businesses thrive. And this sounds like a fantastic way of, of helping move that agenda forward. Absolutely. Great. Now. In the last couple of years since you have, have embraced this IoT world and the monitoring of it, as well as the data analytics that go into it, how has it changed your business? Great question. So it changed our business in terms of the type of consulting that we're providing to our clients. So we've always done, as, as a managed service provider, you're always doing consulting to some extent. Uh, but what it's allowed is 
us to really become an even stronger resource to our clients in the sense that they're, they're dealing with something that's so new to them. IoT is it's like the wild, wild west. Nobody's really done it before, you know. There's no expert in the field that's at any business because so few individuals at any business have actually done this. So it's allowed us to really help because at this point we have done many deployments and, and IoT implementation. It's really allowed us to help consult and guide these clients to be successful in this initiative. Uh, I would say that's one of the most significant changes that we've seen. It's definitely helped us uh, grow in terms of some of the product that we provide to our clients as well, in, in terms of the sensors that clients need for these IoT projects and, and some of the you know, routers and, and other equipment needs that they may have. But the biggest value that, that we see is the additional ability to consult in the area that we have been. That's kind of inspiring. Um, just in, you know, in this brave new world of the wild, wild west and the Internet of Things and the, um, you know, 5G looming on the horizon, which is going to um, create so many more opportunities, um, this is definitely an area of focus, and we're glad that you are willing to share your expertise with all of us out here in the managed services community and with the industry at large on how to go forward with this. Um, for any of you who are interested in downloading the, this white paper, you can find it in CompTIA um, Managed Services Community Resources. Um, we posted it there, and thank you, David, for allowing me to do that as well. Any last thoughts to share before we go ahead and wrap up today? Well, first of all, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, one thing I would definitely say is, uh, in our experience, you know, any new sector or industry to go down uh, or to, to go into and, and kind of jump in the deep end with as it relates to managed service providers or, or you know, the telecom agents of the world, uh, can be intimidating and scary, and I think that IoT is something that any managed service company needs to be involved in. Uh, determining what capacity or level someone, an organization wants to participate is absolutely up to them, but I do think it's important uh, to help, honestly, to help the industry as a whole and, and IoT as a whole with managed service providers being in this space. And, and I think ultimately they'll see that they'll probably end up being more successful and even winning more business because they're helping in an area that, that, as I said earlier, is so new and so intimidating and scary to the enterprises of the world. Wonderful. That's great advice and great insight, and I love the, the inspirational message to it. Uh, David, once again, thank you so much for sharing with us today, and we look forward to having you engaging in the managed services community more often. Great. Thank you for having me. I'll talk to you soon. CompTIA benefits provide members with a wealth of resources that, when leveraged, result in measurable impact, helping to grow IT businesses and careers. Become a member today at comptia.org register. Thank you for listening to Breaking Barriers with the Managed Services Community. You can find more episodes and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you find your favorite podcasts.